Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast for a better America with Frank. Um, it's been a while, and uh, in this episode, we will talk about the um, the previous president. Um, it's a topic I've tried to stay away from um, because there's just um, a lot going on around it. But um, in this in this episode, uh, I, I titled it "The People and Trump" because I I think there's a conversation that needs to be had, and we just aren't having it. And it seems like the news media media has a desire to keep basically the Trump story alive. There is a way to cover this indictment. There's a way to cover his actions. And um, that doesn't just pit the left against the right or Republicans against Democrat or central moderate against, you know, the right. And, it's it's my observation over the last six months of following a lot of discharges that there is an interest and a desire to just keep keep the Trump case going. You know, I'm not like that when it's coming out. Let's have a panel about it. And let's keep talking about it. And while there is some value in that, it's it's clear to me that um a lot of it is done for show, and I mean, I guess you know, media is show business. But something that um, I recalled um, in the previous election cycles and, you know, looking back in time um, when the go- previous governor of Texas, Rick Perry, was running for president. And this was when Texas was not as far right as it is in terms of its legislature. Um, he was actually a probable candidate to make it to the presidency or to at least make it to the final rounds of um the nomination for his party, the Republican Party at that time. However, he had um a few federal cases he was dealing with, and that pretty much was going to guarantee that he was not going to be the nominee. And I think there was a way in which the media covered Eric Perry, no, not no, um, the the previous governor of 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 Texas um story back then that pretty much ended his campaign, and it's more of a you can't run for president. You should be dealing with charges back home. And in a way, it was a way they just limited this campaign. Whereas in this, there seems to be a fervent, just something about it that seems different from what I've seen in previous charges of presidential candidates running for president. And, What what is striking in this situation is understanding what the Republican Party is or what it has claimed to be in the past, but without fully concluding that that Republican Party still exists, understanding that maybe 50% of the Republican Party are not what it presented itself to be 10, 15, 20 years ago, and 50% have gone rogue, so to speak. And there's another 50% that hasn't, and they have this rationale and this reason, and maybe they've moved away from Trump, but the voices that continues to be highlighted is Trump has 30% of the, of the Republican electorate, or uh, Trump has done all these things, the electorate don't care, but we interact with Republicans on a non-media uh, scale. Of course, if you go to a Trump rally and ask 20 Republicans what they think about the charges, they're going to tell you what the man speaks of. 
And no, there aren't, there aren't any rallies being held by uh, the moderates of America. But by and large, in some interactions, it seems that there is there's a group of Republicans, I would say the number is 50 plus one, is more Republicans willing to step away from the Trump craziness than they are willing to stay, whereas the the media continues to highlight that with 35%, 40%, he could win the primaries, which is true. Basically, declaring him the winner of the primary before the election begins, which in a way continues to enable him to behave in the manner in which he behaves. And that's why I think there's like an obsession because he's a better story. Like the Sanders story, I don't know how many views it get, probably not as rewarding. Tim, Tim Scott, you know, maybe the demeanor, the way that they go about business is not as eye-catching or as attention-grabbing. But by creating this image of Trump upon all of the things he has done and propelling him forward, in a way, the media is shunning out the other candidates. And yes, he's been charged with 70 plus felonies. And that should not be a qualification for president. Um, yes, he's taking money from people that are donating to his campaign. Allegedly, he's, you know, we, we don't know what we don't know. But some money has been transferred from one element of his campaign to an order to pay for his lawyer fees in the amount of $40 million. It's been said that the majority of Trump electorate tends to come from the working class and the not college educated or something in between of that. And if someone is taking $60 million, $40 million to um, pay for lawyer fees for himself and for those around him, to prevent them from, you know, testifying against him or to prevent them from working with the federal government. So there isn't a stronger case built against him. How is it possible that the media does not spend more time covering that? I.e. the person that put $50 into Trump's campaign because they believe he's been, you know, it's a witch hunt or they want to be reelected again. They like the Trumpism, 28% of all Republicans seem to be about Trumpism. Um, some say the number is significantly higher. But if if the working class are his strongest supporters among the Republican Party, then how come their head their head and dollars are being used to fight legal troubles that were done based off his actions? Trump told Pence to try to act in a manner to overturn the, the, the election. Trump, according to a report by the media and New York Times, um, told Jeffrey Clark to write a letter to state agencies telling them that there are problems with the elections. And he, of course, he refused to do that because that, that would be illegal. So Trump was doing everything in his power to limit the peaceful transition of power. In other countries where this happened, you end up having a, a, a dictatorship. You end up having fascism. You know, um, countries in, in some parts of Europe, in, in lots of parts of Africa. Um, in this situation, that's how you stop the democracy. In, in America, such that it's had this, this long history of democracy, even if it's had struggles through the Civil War, it has struggles through, you know, its early formation and struggles through slavery and other elements. 
but it's 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 had to test and try trial and error its system to get to where it was and and it was in this one instance able to withstand the attempt of trump but the the current proportion of trump by the media can create a situation to where america has to go through this test again and it's one thing to hire a Jeffrey Clark. It's, not, it's one thing to have a vice president, Mike Pence, who was a governor, who was a true conservative, whatever um, that means these days. And to have them say, we cannot engage in this action. And you could say they love their country enough. You could say they thought it was, um, it was an illegal act. He was in a part of the most recent indictment it's been said that he was trying to use different elements of the american justice system so that's the justice department um the fbi different departments that he had the authority to be oval to try to create a system that could have made the election results questionable and sketchy and we don't even know how that would have gone through the court system because the courts were basically the last barrier, it seems, to his craziness. But we're also seeing that some judges are being appointed and they're making decisions more idealistically than they are making decisions based on the rule of law. So we probably should not test the system again to see if it could withstand a second version of this man and i think it's it's the responsibility of the media to portray what is in front of us it is the responsibility of the people yes the republican people that are right leaning yes is because if they're about america first whatever whatever that means these days i think it's kind of a racism dog whistle but let's just say it's not um but if they're about america as a whole and bringing america back whatever again that means it it would be in your interest it would be against your interest to create a system where only one man benefits and based off how he feels about a group um he may act in their favor or he may act against them so I would say the right of America political system, both the those who vote and those who are on the media advocacy side or the influencer side, they do owe it to their followers and their people to understand what this man is. It is unusual for someone to engage in so much negligible behavior that they have 70 plus counts felony counts against them and this is before the counts will be released by the da finally release in georgia so he may be now 80 90 100 counts it is even more unusual for that person to have been president or to have engaged in x amount of behavior that even the behavior is detriment enough to trigger counts against them. Um, so we, 
we should not dismiss that as a society. We should not dismiss that as people, even the right playing people, even because like when you hear the right talk, they seem to speak about rights. They they want to have the freedom to do whatever they want. They want to have the freedom for their kids to learn whatever. They want to have the freedom to choose this, to choose that. They want to have the freedom to walk and, you know, have a good life and they hate outsourcing and they hate, you know, the system, the, the, the two-class system, the the, 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 the the political system, the media system, the education system, um, because they think people in each class belongs belong to a different class and they are not a part of that class, so they feel left out. They feel unheard. And, and I believe the right, a percentage of the right group in the American voting system, in the American political system, have fair grievances of, you know, their job has been outsourced, of their livelihood being disrupted, of overbearing of regulations, um, and there are ways to levy their grievances to have that be addressed in a state system or in a federal system. But perhaps fascism or authoritarianism is hopefully not what that group is also requesting. And it's starting to look like that is what we will get with a repeat of a Trump presidency. And we must recognize that in our society. And it would be nice if the media was not obsessed with the story, but rather state the implication to the society. Because they also have an obligation to do that. And he might actually come for them the second time. Um, There was something that happened in LA in the presidency within, I would say, six months of the um, inauguration of the, um, of, of the Trump presidency that worried me and it it became more evident as the presidency went on that he was going to be a, a troubling man and i give um the the, the median example of this um blue is a story in npr or something of that nature where there was um a a, a journalist um that is a citizen of somewhere in, in, in europe i don't know if it was nowhere sweden a specific um european country and, and he was in africa and he had a situation where he needed to get out quickly. Usually, the United States uh, intelligence agencies or the military or its embassies do try to work quickly to help journalists, domestic and foreign, if they're carrying stories about a government and their life happens to be in danger. And um, I believe a part of that story was it became clear that there were orders not allowing personnel, intelligence, amateur personnel to step in and help that journalist. So Trump is not pro-journalism. He's pro-journalism that covers him positively. And the media obsession with him and not saying the truth for what it is, is something that we should be careful with.
the most recent charges brought this week by the special counsel Jack Smith might just be the strongest case there is. And I love the way he, he elaborated on the case. He said he's engaged in this behavior, but let us understand that everyone under our justice system is presumed innocent until found guilty. And we'll go through the cut of law and he will be judged by his peers. And that is fair. And we'll go say anything we want about all of the other cases. That is fair. They've laid out a case. Summary of the case would be along the lines of he he committed a conspiracy to defraud the United States, and that is the United States. Uh, if I was to elaborate on that, how would you defraud a system? Um, if I was to take a simple example, I would say the United States spends hundreds of millions in building its voting system. Each state had to pay to have a voting machine and a voting system. Um, it spent billions to run campaigns. People went out to vote. They took time off their job. They spent gas. They spent their resources of time and money and emotion. And they engaged in the process of voting, which is their right for those who can vote in the United States. And Trump did not get the outcome that he wanted. And that's okay. Come back and fight Biden next time. But he was so obsessed with not wanting to lose that he began to engage in behavior to discount the American electoral process. And those behaviors could be associated with the charges brought before him or before the justice system in D.C., and I hope his peers, his jury of his peers, able to weigh the evidence and rule in a just manner for the sanctity and the peace of the American system. Another charge was brought was obstruct official proceedings. Um, anyone who lives in America unless you was in a certain age group or you're under a rock somewhere, um, we hard the call to Georgia to find a couple of thousand votes, 11 or 12,000 or something of that nature to, um, to change the outcome. The best thing Secretary of State of Georgia at that point could do was record that conversation. That evidence is right there. He continued to instruct, again, Jeffrey Clark and others to find um, votes continue to try to use DHA, which is permanent homeland security. That's that's their they walk by and large to keep American system safe. We might criticize how they go about that, but that's that's their job. That's how that department was formed. And he trying to use that department, and that department has so much power that if he had the wrong people. It may have created a, a situation where the election would have just been fully in question and there'll be legal challenges and it would have been had to transfer um um to 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 have Biden come into the, the office the way he should he did. 
in the way every president has after winning election. So he, he, he in fact did obstruct official proceedings. And there was a count of conspiracy against rights. And this is for all the right-leaning people out there and, and the, 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 the somewhat sympathizers of this man. His behavior is that of something that is very un-American. He, he attempted to disenfranchise millions of voters to vote in American system is a privilege in some states you cannot vote with a criminal record based on the charges you have to be a citizen of the United States to vote There's a whole system built around the ability to vote. People have died for the rights to vote in the United States. A lot of black people. A lot of white people too in the Civil War. And how can someone come in here 100 plus years later or 60 plus years later and, 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 and engage in a behavior that takes away those rights, that, 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 that is an attempt to take away those rights. There's an attempt to silence those voices. We're just going to chuck it up at it's being persecuted by the deep state or some nonsense like that. No. He was president. <laughs> if there was a deep state, he had power to like fire people in agencies, move people around, do all the things he needed to do. No, this wasn't a deep state. This was him. He engaged in behavior to try to disenfranchise the people. And I'm not fascinated by this case. And I'm not obsessed with it. I just read all these things and I'm like, why is the media presenting the story this way? It's a better way. It's a better miracle. 